On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we cover week nine of the college football season, including the, the instant classic between Michigan and Michigan State. We gave our thoughts on the initial college football playoff rankings for this season and how Cincinnati is getting screwed. We also cover week eight of the NFL season and give our thoughts as to what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs. It goes back to what we said at the beginning of the season, and we even give our th- thoughts on how the current NBA season is going, specifically with the Lakers and Ben Simmons and the Orlando Tragic. In a true Sandlot Sports fashion, the news of Aaron Rodgers and Henry Suggs actually came out the day after we recorded this, so we couldn't give our, give our thoughts as to what was going on with them. And, and it was so funny because we were going back and forth in the group chat today talking about how, how can Kansas City you know, in, improve themselves right now? Well, they need to invest in offensive line. Trade for offensive linemen. Get people in there that will actually do it. And, B, and I was like, no, they're not going to do that because they're just going to get more offensive weapons because that's what happened. And BJ was like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Well, so what they do? They trade away us an offensive lineman and, and sign Deshaun Jackson. Because I can't, I just can't <laughs> fathom people that make millions and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just be so stupid. It is a tale as old as time. All we need is Angela Lansbury to sing it that this shit <laughs> happens every fucking so year. Terrible. <laughs> like, my thing is, do you think Andy Reid really made that call though? <laughs> Smart. Give me more speed. Yes, Andy Reid made <laughs> absolutely without Please, a, without man. a doubt. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up? And BJ Thomas. BJ, you got to be off mute for this to work. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I'm just so, yeah, happy to ahead. be six and one. That's, yeah, it. I'm, that's sure. it. I'm good. Yeah. I like the shirt so, you got there, man. Yeah, he, he's rocking the magic. He, I think it's, it's the proper logo. It's, uh, it's the correct school magic. The correct logo. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, brother. Indeed. So I'm I'm just gonna gonna address the elephant in the room now, and we'll get it out of the way. Just be kind of be done with it. Um, probably the game on Saturday was one of the top five games of the year against Michigan, Michigan State. Um, That game was amazing. Michigan should have won. They deserve to have won. They made several mistakes. They were cost several points by the officials. That's a whole nother conversation, but they still should have won. Mm, Oh, man. Oh, man. You get on to me about moral (laughs) victories and you come with excuses. (laughs) <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah hey they no they they still lost they 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 cost themselves that game when mccarthy fumbled it was about seven minutes to go the game was over because they could not stop the probable heisman winner yeah and I mean, yeah. That, that was that was that was a game yeah. <laughs> man michigan state's one of those teams where like the reason why i even picked them to win because it's like they're just like a gritty nasty team like yeah like like even even when you think that you had to leave because i'm not gonna lie i too agree that michigan should have won that game but the back of my mind it was like something, not by enough yeah not by enough you're right and michigan state just that yeah. their running game is solid man you know and, and i called it last week there's always something funky in the michigan yep. michigan state game it's always the way it is, it is. And again, not going to lie, we were watching the game together. My wife was watching it with me. Huge Suckeye fan. Hates Michigan. She watched that first touchdown by Kenneth Walker and went, he didn't score. He dropped the ball too early. He did not score. They should not put those points back on the board. And they did. And she was like, something's not right here. Yeah. And then the other touchdown that was taken away, hell, even Joel Clack called it, that it was a touchdown. But they they officiated the game. Um, but even again, the Michigan still should have won. And they didn't put them away. That's that's the problem. And Michigan State, they got the spoils from that. Um, the what fourth now in the playoff rankings? So I mean, they're they're in the driver's seat. Yeah. So 
also, too, so since Michigan State won that game, I don't know if you guys heard grumblings of Mel Tucker to USC. Uh, there, there were grumblings of Mel Tucker to LSU well before that game. Oh, I did yeah. see that, too. So there, there, there were grumblings during the bye week that Michigan State had that Tucker was interviewing for LSU. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think he should go for it or should stay? Uh, honestly, I think he, he's a better fit for Michigan State. His coaching style is a better fit. Um, his wallet will disagree with me. <laughs> but I, I think I think it's just the way his style is, the way he relates to the players, the players that he'll bring in, I think will be would be a better fit at Michigan State. And honestly, it's an easier path. Yes, you get more money at LSU, but at Michigan State, they really have to beat two teams. They have to beat Michigan and they have to beat Ohio State every year. It's Adam saying it, not me, guys. So I don't yeah. hear my SEC stuff. He said so, it. Because <laughs> yeah. Penn, Penn State's going to fall off a cliff here very, very shortly. Because speaking of the USC job, there's another coach in the Big Ten that's taking the USC job, and that's James mm. Franklin. He is for sure. Uh, it's 95% sure. Can you blame and him, though? No. I mean, <laughs> no. no, I mean, he gets an even easier schedule. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and that's yeah. the thing. I mean, if, if it's like a, a false reputation that's not earned in the last 10 years. Yeah. And the, I'm talking about the conference. Yeah. Well, Ohio State is normally they normally cheat their way to, to victory. So that's that's how they, how they do it. Um, Michigan State will, will come up. will come up every so often. Penn State will come up every so often. Um, and then there's normally another team in there, whether it's Wisconsin, Michigan, whatever. Um, but yeah, normally it's not top to bottom big. Now, it's normally competitive. Like even Rutgers can stay in games every so often. Often. Um, but it's not just top to bottom fantastic. But yeah, I mean, James Franklin's probably going to USC. I think after Saturday, I think Tucker's going to stay. I think had they lost, I think he would take an LSD job. Um, but that, yeah. that's just me. Um, and and watching Iowa just fall off a cliff. Ooh. <laughs> about fall from grace. When I yes. saw that game, I was like, damn, what happened? Like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, whole so, state's overrated. Iowa, Iowa State, just overrated. <laughs> we called we call the Iowa State thing before the yeah. season even started. Yeah. We, we, are, we are all high in Iowa, but we're yeah. massively let down. Yeah. yeah. Illinois? Well, I, and I, I got a question for you guys. So, mm-hmm. who's going to get fired first? These are always kind of tough questions, but they're also kind of fun. Is it going to be Scott Frost? Is it going to be Dan Mullen? Is it going to be Jim Harbaugh? Who's going to be unemployed first Manny Diaz <laughs> no, that, that's what that's what you hope no Adam, Adam wants to know what's gonna happen <laughs> enough oh, ex-team players then spoke out it was like we need to get this motherfucker out of here so, <laughs> I'm hoping Manny Diaz <laughs> but, but to answer your question Scott Frost I'm thinking yeah and is, is Scott Frost just Boomhauer from King of the Hill <laughs> <laughs> I think you're onto something I mean it's very it seems possible <laughs> Seems very possible. How but, long has he been? How long has he been in Nebraska? Uh, three years. It's about time. Yeah, because about time uh, he left because um, Hypo was at UCF for two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this is his third year there. Yeah, but they're they're doing about three years a shot now, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it's three years a shot and not showing improvement. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. They just yeah. hire somebody, they suck for three years, and kick them out. And I, and I think that's what's going to keep Harbaugh in his position because they are showing improvement. Yeah, they didn't beat Michigan State when they they should have that game was a great game it could have gone either way but it's not like last year where they were just embarrassed they're probably going to get embarrassed by ohio state but they're probably going to beat penn state and but they have consistently shown improvement and Dan Mullen, that dude has fallen off a cliff. That uh, that train is picking up steam. Do you think because of how he handled the quarterback situation between AR-15 and the other gentleman's what's speeding up Jones? that train? Well, 
I don't, you know, we got to be honest about this here. They didn't make it easy on him. It's not like one of them separated themselves from the other one or he would have been in there. So let's, let's think about that too. Like we can say, oh, Dan Mullen, this, Dan Mullen, that. But if it was clear at practice, this wouldn't even be a question. And, and see, and, and here's my thing with Mullen is they have talent on that roster. It's not like, you know, the roster is just void of talent. You know, that they, they've been getting top 10 recruiting classes since he's been there. And he just hasn't done jack with it starting last year. He's two and seven in his last nine games against power five teams. There's two wins against teams from Tennessee. But if not Dan Mullen, who else? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and again, that that's always a question. That, that's always the risk. Because the devil you know versus the devil you don't. I don't, I don't think Mullen's system is the problem. His recruiting. But and, they're getting top 10 recruiting class. Yeah, but they're now they're falling off, though. Okay. His recruiting class this year is ranked 20th, I think, or 22nd. Okay. See, and, and I haven't paid that much attention to Florida recruiting. I probably should since we do a sports podcast. Um, but I do know it might be similar to Michigan's recruiting classes, where they're top 10, 15, but not at certain positions. Because like Michigan hasn't recruited defensive line in, linemen in a couple of years. And that that's part of the problem is their their depth is just terrible. And I don't know if that's the case at Florida. I just I haven't looked at it. Florida's but 22nd it, right now. Oh, okay. What were they in, in 2020? That'll take me one second. Yeah. This is for next year's class. So. Yeah, I'm worried about like the, the, the people that he has now, the players that he has now. 2021 we'll go back one year that is uh 12 which is not a florida class yeah so we'll go 2020 nine so it's dropping three years consistently yeah. might as well go yeah so that's that's no bueno now that's that's not how you improve yourself well i mean that's not what they recruit anyways no so typically something, something is wrong it, whether he's not connecting with new players or his scheme is just not working you know and some somebody brought up a good point today is the very first playoff rankings back when seven years ago when they first started doing this do you know dan mullen was the, um, the first number one in the playoff rankings ever really mississippi state was was number one ranked when the playoff rankings were first announced way back when Who's their quarterback then? That was Rain Dakota Prescott. Hmm, just wondering. <laughs> Sounds like greatness runs in his veins. <laughs> but and, and that does also lead to a, to a point: Is Dan Mullen good, or did he just get lucky with Dak Prescott and? Um, the Florida situation. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. But his system works in Florida. He he elevated Mississippi State while he was there with his system. So I don't know. Is he not adjusting? Is there something that he's missing? Is this what we're looking at? Because I don't think it's X's and O's. It just doesn't seem like it. Was it and that was a go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying he he did okay the past couple of years with average quarterbacks. He brought Kyle Trask out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is my thing with Dan Mullen. It's, I don't like this fire him for the sake of firing him. Just to shut the fan base up. Fan base is stupid. Yeah, We're part of the fan base. We know this. We're down here with these people. We get it. <laughs> we're all stu- we're all stupid. So I don't I don't think it should be an emotional thing. It's not really yeah, a performance thing yet. This is the first year where you're like, oh man, Dan, what are you doing? Yeah. I say we give him another year, and right? he's really got to recover this offseason and recruiting. That's the only way I think he's going to be able to make up for this. Yeah, see, and that's the problem because when you have, you can have a down year. I mean, and down year for Florida standards is like two losses, possibly three. They already have four. Now, they're probably not going to lose again the rest of the year. I mean, look at, looking at their schedule, it's, I think it's Missouri, uh, random FCS school, Florida State, and... South, I think South Carolina they play this week. They should win all four of those games. Mm. But Florida is not consistently four and four in the SEC. That's not Florida football. No, 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 no. It's it's at least making a run at the SEC championship, being in the mix. And one down year can set you back in recruiting for years. 
Now, here's the problem. To your point, BJ, one down year and a new coach can set you back a decade. Yeah, absolutely. So I just – I don't like the emotional firing. This, Like I said, first year, the, the Florida fans are kind of like, what are you doing, Dan? There may have been some questions or wondering before, but he needs to get a quarterback in there. He needs to get somebody he's comfortable with and show us something. Well, and, and let me ask you this, though. If you're a quarterback in high school right now and you're a senior in high school, do you want to go to Dan Mullen? Do you want to go to Florida? Yes, I've been on campus. I want to go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I second that notion. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lord is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, and, and that's, also, that's a trap. If you got me on campus, that'd been it. Yeah. Oh, like he okay. doesn't want to leave. <laughs> okay, no. And also too, I, you, you know, when it comes to the 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 coaching search too, it's like like BJ, what you're saying, what you're saying makes sense. It's like, all right, you get emotional, you say, okay, fire the coach. And if you look at the coaches out there, like you're Florida, you need a either a big name coach or you need a coach that gives instant result and for what i'm seeing the only big name out there is bill o'brien hey 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 watch your mouth watch your mouth (laughs) watch your mouth watch your mouth maybe so how about he go down to miami hell at this point we'll take him (laughs) wow wow what else could go wrong well see okay and and that that's the difference because going from dan mullen to bill o'brien is a lateral move possibly a step down going from manny diaz to bill o'brien is a step up exactly (laughs) in florida standards is here oh how the mighty have fallen (laughs) exactly so what i'm saying is mike I actually agree with you, BJ, to the point where, like, they shouldn't get rid of Dan Mullen. I think that they should, you know, see how it is for another year. It's like all of college football is telling you to go home and get your shine box. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that from Goodfellas. That's one of the greatest. (laughs) That kicks off the whole party right there. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's Bill O'Brien. <laughs> but see, and, and here's the he point: sing, he yeah. single-handedly like power bombed the Texas frame time, like just dropped it right on his damn neck. I'm talking about a Sid vicious. But see, here actually, what my what Miami needs: Miami does not need a Bill O'Brien. They don't need a Matt Rule type. They need a guy in there like a Lane Kiffin. Doesn't have to be Lane Kiffin, but like a Lane Kiffin. The guys who's going to ov- overlook some rules here or there, kind of turn his back <laughs> on what's going on. Because you know what, they can pay the players now. So what? Does it matter? Look, <laughs> look, we're going to pay you to come down to this swamp again, this hurricane-infested swamp. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. There's going to be like five days a year where you have no power, no refrigeration, and you just sit there steaming and sweat. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, you know what? They they might run Shark out of Texas. Let them go to Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's what, Sark, that's what that's what Sark's focus needs is Miami Beach. <laughs> Goodness, hey, Sark, leave the college girls alone, man. Man, you got KODs. I mean, you got V Live strip clubs, man. We could take care of you, man. Just come down to the new. <laughs> no, there's there's a track record there. This is called a pattern of behavior. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're dreaming about, Dorian. There's no. I I just want to get out of this nightmare, man. But I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. No, you. I mean, you might have to switch teams. You might. One of my friend's brothers just flip flop from it. Get this. Get this. I have to hold on. I have to take deep breath. From a Dolphins to a Bills fan. Ooh. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. So how do you do that? Don Shula is turning over in his grave. What kind of What kind of human are you? Why do you think you should be respected? Your opinion should never matter anymore. No. Yeah, you should never be taken. 
taken serious about it. If you wow. say something's on fire, everybody's going to look. Yeah. We're all going to go check it out first. That's extreme. I mean, and, and the, the point of the reality is this. As a fan, you have to go through the tough times. As a Lions fan, you go through a lot more tough times. But you have to go through the tough times so that you enjoy the good times when they happen. BJ exactly. is 100% on board with this because the Cowboys were mediocre there for a while. They've been shooting and, themselves in their foot for 20 years. And, and now, now they're, you know, they're leading the NFC. And he's proud of that because he's stuck by them. I don't, I don't talk that. about it much, though. No, <laughs> no heebie-jeebies. Notice the shirt does not say Dallas. No, it, it, no. It, what it should say is Dorian owes me wings. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, Cooper Rush is going to be the one to win our division too. Watch. Have you seen our? Have you seen the schedule? Oh my! Have you seen the schedule? We'll, we'll, get, to we'll, we'll, get, to we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that time. schedule. <laughs> Sixteen and one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stay in college, but we'll stay with with the, the rankings because they were actually officially released a couple hours ago. Um, Georgia's number one, as we all thought they were going to be. Um, and the committee went basically, the SEC, pick your two teams, Georgia, Alabama, go. So Alabama's two. Uh, Michigan State is three, which is funny because you always hear, well, Michigan's overrated. Michigan's overrated. So they rank Michigan State high because they beat Michigan. So which narrative do you want to go with now you're uh, both overrated <laughs> <laughs> um oregon is, is four ohio state is five cincinnati is six and to me that that's just the committee going fuck y'all i don't i don't give a damn yeah. never in a million years will a group of five get in clap it up for the committee put somebody on your schedule and shut the fuck up they did they put Notre Dame <laughs> on the schedule i said somebody <laughs> <laughs> and Notre Dame is number t- number ten. Yeah. yeah, that's six spots away from playoffs. Yeah, Who, that's well, actually okay. two two okay. spots away from play- the coming playoffs. Okay, well here's the deal: if you want to make fun of Cincinnati for beating Notre Dame number ten, what's mm-hmm. the best victory on Alabama schedule? Who's ranked above them? SEC teams. That's all that matters. Okay, doesn't matter. Who is it? They're all SEC. They're all SEC teams. No, that's no, all no, 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 no. You're 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 going by rankings. Who's the who's the best team that Alabama has beaten this year? <laughs> Probably Florida. I mean, if you want to go by numbers, it's Mississippi, and they are oh, yeah. 16, which is six spots below Notre Dame. Well, mm-hmm. Mississippi's obviously underranked. Oh, because, you know, SEC bias. <laughs> I, I get it now. <laughs> you see how this goes? <laughs> see how this goes? Hey, B- BJ, are you sure you're not, like, gagging over there? You got something in your no. mouth. <laughs> nope, I'm fine. Nope, I'm fine. Nope, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I'm fine. Half of the playoffs is SEC, but I'm choking. Um, <laughs> what's what's funny? One of them's going to lose, and they'll probably be right back in there. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Is they'll get in there with yeah. two losses. Yeah, uh, it's all about that money. Exactly, it's all there's about no, the money. There's no Clemson this year, so Georgia, you're up. <laughs> um, but there there is an ACC team in the top ten. Wake Forest. Wake Forest is number nine. I, I complimented my dentist. Tim Duncan University. When my dentist sat down the other day, I was like, hey, did you ever think you'd be an alumni from the highest ranked ACC team this year? And he goes, nope, sure didn't. <laughs> now, yeah, we are picking no the Wake We are picking the Wake Forest game this, this week, by the way. It'll be fun. Yep. <laughs> Good luck. So, yeah, but I mean, and here's the If thing. I pick you, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you're right. Georgia's probably gonna play Alabama because Georgia, I don't think they have anybody left in the schedule. Um, Alabama's got Auburn left in the schedule. Where do they play? I think it's in Jordan Hare this year. I'm about to find out right now. 
Yeah, I'll pull it up. That Bo Nix, man. It is. It is at Jordan Hare. Yep. It's Ooh. Bo Nix at home. And we know Bo Nix is the best quarterback prospect since who? Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I'm not in Alabama. I can't lie, lie like Jordan that. Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dang, dang. <laughs> what are we doing tonight? <laughs> is this Jordan Palmer back-to-back week or is it two times in three weeks? I think it's two or three. <laughs> Too much. Hey, Jordan Palmer is the quarterback whisperer. You better watch. With yeah. whispering. <laughs> and Trent Dilver, Tilver was a couple years ago. How's that working out? Like he's no longer doing it. Like just insert insert backup quarterback here. <laughs> I know the ins and outs of this clipboard. Yeah, Trent Dilfer is the quarterback whisperer to Geno Smith. <laughs> oh, still, yeah. got, still got a job and Cam does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but looking at like I said, Georgia's probably going to play Alabama. Michigan State's definitely going to play Ohio State in three weeks. Um, Oregon's sitting there at number four above Ohio State, who they've already beaten. So that that shows you head to head is is important. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, there, there's unless DJ's chaos happens, there's no chance of Cincinnati. Uh, we need ca- everybody. Please pull for chaos. Yeah, we need everybody mm-hmm. to lose a game this weekend. That's what we need. I mean, yeah. the, the, really, really, the only way Cincinnati's getting in is if Auburn beats Alabama and oh, and Michigan State beats Ohio State. Because if it's flipped, Michigan State would still be ranked above Ohio uh, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So, and Oklahoma sitting there undefeated at number eight. Man, oh, that quarterback situation they have is, is <laughs> and that deep. that is why they're jumping ship. <laughs> that right there is exactly why they're jumping ship. They said we'll take one loss on our schedule for some credibility. Hey, they're right above Wake Forest. Oh, the ACC has no credibility. No, no, no. I no. mean, no, no offense to Wake Forest. Congratulations on your undefeated record. But would this really happen in a normal Clemson year? Probably. So, so trivia question, then we'll get to our picks. Can you name the last quarterback who didn't play for Clemson or, or Florida State to win the, the ACC? Mr. Brisky? Nope. Philip Rivers? Nope. Russell Wilson? No. Then I don't know. Ken Dorsey? No. Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> Tyrod? I got a wh- I got a waiver claim on him to step in for Brady this weekend. Tyrod Taylor won it for Virginia Tech back in 2010. It's the last time somebody besides Florida State or Clemson won the ACC. Is there more? Is there more? Is there a more disrespected quarterback in the NFL than Tyrod Taylor? Is there a more unlucky quarterback in the NFL than Tyrod Taylor? He's got both those things going on. I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't get near a doctor. Last time I was near a doctor, they punctured his lung. How are you going to puncture my lung? I I come to you because you know where my lung is, you son of a bitch. He said, and you puncture it. From the what? front, you're supposed to man, know where it me, is. Man. I'm going holistic. <laughs> so I'm yeah, I'm going holistic. God, I, would, I would join that church that doesn't go to doctors. I'd be like, nope, you guys are right. You guys know yeah. what you're talking about. I'm like, man, fuck this. Where is this Benny Hand guy? Where's this soothsayer? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody, give me Franklin Graham now. Somebody slap me with their coat. <laughs> So I can be free of the demon. The injury the, demon. Get out of the me. injury demon. Demons that tore my ACL in half. Oh, man. And man, audience right, have again. We're back to two people. All right. There we go. Good job, Dorian. <laughs> I just wanted to be known that I've avoided the religious conversation on this podcast. It's usually one of you two dipshits is bringing it up. And then we wind up getting into this awkward conversation that I can't avoid. <laughs> you, mean, you know, I can't. Don't even lie. You, you, know, you, know I can't, you know I can't avoid it. You know I it's only like a have like five minutes of like ignoring it. And it's like, nah, I can't do this anymore. He's like, can't do this anymore. It's like, trying, say trying, say it's like trying to ignore like a bowl of chips that are sitting out. You just... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, you just take one at a time. You just eat it all. So with that, we'll get to our picks. Oh, see, I thought if we started talking about religion, we were safe from this shit. 
<laughs> don't forget, we're doing good in college. Yeah, you're right. I should be positive <laughs> about this. So, B, so well, BJ, I mean, you, you guys are. <laughs> BJ has 18 wins. Dorian has 21 wins. I actually have 24 wins. So where, where we kind of differed last week was the Michigan Michigan State game, and BJ would give give me shit because I wouldn't pick my team, but because I know better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like those rivalry games either. So well, you're the you're the idiot that picked Florida to, pick, to beat Georgia. Yeah, I I did it weeks ago. So like, what do you, I told you, I'm going to back down. Man, of my word, I regret it. That's why I didn't. I did not bet any money on that game. So ah. <laughs> and then Adam and I are even on our bets. I and then we, we decide, all right, what NFL game we're going to or yeah, NFL game. And then the Bills push the game. They they hit the number on the head. Yeah, because Miami okay. decided to go for two for some reason. I still that, don't know why. That reason right there to destroy our little piece of fun on the weekend. Our tiny, it's all tiny, about me. Our tiny, tiny little piece of fun. Damn you, Miami. <laughs> Okay, so the, the first game that we have is Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Oklahoma State's a three-point favorite. VG, I'll go to you first. No, West Virginia is always a scrappy game. It seems like their special mm-hmm. teams and defense is always, like, feisty and in the game. But I don't think they're going to have enough for Oklahoma State. I'm going to stay with Oklahoma State. Dorian? I agree, man. Oklahoma State. And I'm not commenting on the spread anymore because, damn it, Vegas knows what they're doing. <laughs> I have no clue. Hey, those skyscrapers were not built on gumdrops and lollipops. They're built on dumb idiots like us. <laughs> My dumb ass, exactly. They're built on people, <laughs> people like me with disposable income walking around going, oh, I think Michigan State's got it. <laughs> so I actually went with West Virginia on this one. Um, th- this is just the game that West Virginia seems to always win when it's it's in West Virginia. It's one of the Oklahoma, Texas teams fly out there. November. It's cold. They're they're not. That's why that's why the spread's only three. It's just, it's just one of those games that West Virginia seems to always kind of pull out every year. Now they mm. won't beat up on Oklahoma and Texas next year, but that's beside the point. You heard it here, folks. West Virginia is going to beat Oklahoma State. You heard it here first. Um, go to the next one is Auburn, Texas A and M. A and M's a four and a half point favorite. Mm. Bj. Oh, I like Texas A and M. Uh, Bo Nix thinks he's magic. I think it's it's going to be proven wrong this weekend. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm going with Texas A&M because they're running back. Uh, that Spiller kid is special, man. I like it. Yeah. And see, I went with A&M too. For BJ, for kind of your same reason, Bo Nix is magic at home. At home. <laughs> yeah. Bo Nix is not magic on the road. <laughs> so, therefore, loss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> math, guys. It's just math. It's just math. That's all it is. Um, so, next one is Michigan State and Purdue. Mm. Doesn't that line seem – see, I, I want to say that line seems close. I, I, Michigan State by three seems is close. the line. Seems close. Seems very close. I'm going to say Michigan State. And I'm going to say it. That line's bullshit. Michigan State's going to win by like 10 mm. at least. This could be one of those weird trap games. Oh, you, you shit. Here we go. I'm just saying. You ever Here had we a go. team where they came off a huge emotional win? That oh, absolutely. Like yeah. 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 Let down. You know the team that normally does that? Michigan State. <laughs> oh, right. But I think it might be different this year with Mel Tucker. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Michigan State. I thought you were about to make a, a – you are about to jump off the edge there and say Purdue. Yeah. You're and, and see, here's the thing. I went with with Sparty too, but Dorian, you're 100% right. This is the game that Sparty would normally lose, you know, in years past. So this Coming is a test. Up, you're it, saying this, this is a test for them. This is the test to see how good uh, Coach Tucker really is. Mm-hmm. If he gets them up for this game and they and they cover, then it's like, okay, this team's got a chance to do something special. But in years past with D'Antonio, that they would they would come off a big emotional win and then just lay an egg. You know, I've seen them like beat Michigan and then lose the Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So it, th- this is this is the test, you know, and we talked about Michigan. The test for them was last week. This is the test for Michigan State. Are they different? 
or that just gonna be the same old team that they've always been in the past. And watching the watching Tucker and watching how he coaches, I think they'll be different. Okay. So we well, shall see. We shall see. But that's Michigan that's, State pulling out the trap games. How we see. Well, see, and here's the thing: it's not a trap big game. Normally, a trap game is you have a big big game one week, a shitty game the next week, and a big game the following week. That that middle game is the trap game. So, but Michigan State plays Maryland next week. Shit. Yeah, so I th- I think the trap the game that actually- a team could potentially overlook. Trap game. Yeah, I think the trap game actually comes on the other side of the game last week. I think it comes at Michigan against Indiana this week. That game scares the hell out of me. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter with one loss, you're not getting it anyways. Hey, they're number seven. Yeah, so they, almost- they, they they need some magic to happen. But if they beat Penn State, if they beat Ohio State, which ain't gonna happen, but if they do that, then they've got a shot. So, but the the last game uh, that we're gonna pick is Wake Forest at North Carolina. BJ, you talked about lines. You said you're not going to question it. North Carolina's a two and a half point favorite. What does that tell you? I'm not. Ta- I don't know. That Vegas is way <laughs> smarter than I am. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have said that. But this is also a test for Wake Forest now too. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Big test. I'm gonna say Wake Forest stays undefeated. Makes it interesting. Dorian. Uh, um, like you guys were saying before, I think uh, I think North Carolina is gonna is gonna is gonna take this one. I think I think it's gonna be one of those games to where when, when you're a team that really doesn't have anything to lose, but you but you want to spoil someone else's uh you know season. I think I think this could be the game. Yeah, and Vegas agrees with you. So I just I don't trust Sam Howell at North Carolina. I don't trust any North Carolina quarterback. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Mitchell Trubisky come out of that system. Whoa, I, I said it before. I'm done talking about Mitch Trubisky until we see him out from under Matt Nagy. Yeah, yeah. but and I also, also go with the Bill Parcells rule is you don't draft a quarterback that doesn't have seasoning. Trubisky didn't have seasoning in college. He only had one 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 season, and he just ate up cupcakes. And But when he played good competition, he was mediocre at best. And that's how Sam Howell is at, at in North Carolina now. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree with you. This is the test for Wake Forest. <clears throat> if they get by this game, then it's like, okay, well, we, we've got something here. We can we can be something special. You know, this and this is the game that they would typically lose in the past. And hell, they've never been eight. No, so who, who can say? But <clears throat> this will show just how strong that team truly, truly is. I hope they pull it out. I don't have problems with Wake Forest. Yeah, It'd be nice yeah. to see a different somebody different come out of the ACC. Yeah, and, and be and strong he, for a while. And here's the thing: Wake Forest is the only ranked ACC team. Oregon <laughs> is the only ranked Pac-12 team. The American has more ranked teams than the Pac-12 and ACC combined. Well, that's because somebody has to be ranked when all the other ones are. Yeah. But I did you? I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, the, I guess I'm sure you don't catch you know SMU and Houston football. But did you catch what happened at the end of the S- the SMU Houston game last week? Oh, I missed it. No. So he um, SMU was undefeated. I think they were seven and zero. Houston was six and one. It was in Houston. It, the game went back and forth, back and forth. SMU scores a tying touchdown with like twenty seconds to go. All they have to do is basically just kick the ball off. Houston's going to take a knee and it's going to go in overtime. So what happens? They kick the ball in the end zone. It's like two yards deep. And instead of kneeling, the guy takes it out and scores a touchdown. It was like a walk off kickoff return. Dang. Dang. So heartbreaking, man. <laughs> Steal your you soul. Fight somebody after that game. <laughs> like, how you like run from one end to the other end? I mean, like, it, no penalties. Like, you can grab his jerseys, like, like face masks or something. Like, seriously. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, watching it reminded me of a couple of years ago when UCF was good, when they um were they were undefeated. This was their pseudo national championship season. They played South Florida at home. <clears throat> South Florida had just come back to tie at the game. Had gone, it was like back and forth. It was forty-two all, just under a minute to go. They kick it off. Mike Hughes takes it from one end to the other. And BJ, I'm sure you can tell what happened next. That stadium 
stadium literally rocked up and down. I mean, it, it vibrated like a bowl of jello. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a bowl of jello. That place is dangerous. <laughs> so that, and that, that was that was an amazing moment. And that's what it reminded me of. But on that note, we'll take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. Okay, so we'll, we'll have to talk about the NFL and we'll, we'll save BJ's Cowboys for a little bit later. Um, but probably what's top of mind right now is what in the unholy hell is going on in Kansas City? Oof. Exactly what we said was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't invest in your offensive line, you can't afford to spend any money in your defense. You get mediocre yeah. performance. Yeah. And, and and it was so funny because we were going back and forth on the group chat today talking about how how can Kansas City you know in, improve themselves right now? Well, they need to invest in offensive line, trade for offensive linemen, get people in there that will actually do it. And, Be- and I was like, no, they're not going to do that because they're just going to get more offensive weapons because that's what happened. And Beijing was like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Well, so what they do? They trade away us an offensive lineman and, and sign Deshaun Jackson. Because I can't, I just can't <laughs> fathom people that make millions and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just be so stupid. It is a tale as old as time. All we need is Angela Lansbury to sing it that this shit <laughs> happens every fucking so year. Terrible. <laughs> like my thing is, do you think Andy Reid really made that call though? It's what? Smart. Give me more speed. Yes, Andy Reid made that call. <laughs> Absolutely. Without Jeez, a without man. a doubt. See, and and here's the problem. They are four and four right now after looking mediocre against the Giants last week, uh, yesterday. And by the way, that I called that when we did the schedule that that was going to be a, a dangerous game for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they're four and four now. They're playing Green Bay, the Raiders, mm. and Dallas in the next three mm. games. Mm. I like how you said Dallas with some bass in your voice. <laughs> they're, no, they're dangerous. Zero and three, man. They're dangerous. Might be Cooper Rush again too. You never know. I'm telling you, you're so. I'm just saying with the three and a half game division lead. We can, and he won the first game that he came in. We can afford to let him play one and lose one. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, they, they could, they could, they could be easily five and six or four and seven by week eleven. But one thing that I noticed last night, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Travis Kelsey, he gave uh, Mahomes a lot of dirty looks, like "What the fuck are you doing?" type looks. Well, and and that was that running for his thing. life. Yeah, well, and the thing with Mahomes is his decision making has never been great. He's always been about the flashy play. Hey, this is what I can do. Teams are taking that shit away now. Yeah, like there, there's no look passes that he's been getting away with the bad habits that he formed the past couple of years, and they cannot. Not run the ball even no. when they try they cannot no. and i feel is- comfortable in saying never they can never run the ball and that is the dirty secret of football is as much as you want to just throw the ball up and down the field <laughs> you still dirty. have to run the ball it's only a secret to morons this shit yes. has never changed it has never changed i mean it, it has never changed to the degree okay maybe you don't see as many 15 1600 yard rushers as you used to but it has never changed you need a thousand yard rusher to keep a defense honest yes right that's it and, and do they do the not have that like yeah do you think the chief should uh invest in trying to get a running back at least why there's no holes there's no pass protection there's no hole these guys are running into walls well it's not like damian williams is a bad running back it's not like you saw what he did a couple years ago it's not like um uh uh, charles edward is it charles edward yeah 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 he's not a bad running back he might might not be one of the best but they're all they're both serviceable running back there's no holes and patrick mahomes is constantly being pushed off the spot let me ask offensive line like we said eight nine weeks ago yeah from from day one let me ask you a question denver for the past 10 15 years they haven't had really a great running back but they've always been consistent why is yeah, that is that just because the great running back coach or is the fact that their lines opening 
holes that you can drive a Mack truck through. Yeah, yeah. If you have an lines. if you have an offensive line, it doesn't matter who you've got back there. You're going to have a consistent running game. You, I, I, again, I bring up Dallas. If you can't stop somebody, how do you give your defense <clears throat> a break? Yeah. By running the football. That's how you give them a break is by getting first downs and ch- and not necessarily chunk plays, but just eating up yardage and time. They don't have that ability. They're almost Chip Kelly's offense where it's three and out. If I don't get this first down, I'm on the bench. My defense is in there beat. And think, mm-hmm. think about this. Okay, so if, if your defense comes off the field, let's say they they forced a punt and they come off the field. Okay, you get about a two, the 90 second to two minute break getting onto the field. If you get, if you use the, the running game to get a first down, that's at least another five or 10 minutes that you're gaining for your defense to take a to break. To breathe. Yeah, breathe. Exactly. But if you're just constantly just throwing the ball and they're incomplete or you're not getting the first down, then the t- not only does the time not come off the clock, but your defense hasn't had time to just collect themselves. Right. And you're right, BJ, 100% right. That's what Chip Kelly's problem was. That's what Michigan's problem was under Rich Rod. If you cannot run the ball, you will not be successful. You're destroying your linemen. You're, yeah. you're killing yeah. defensive linemen. You're killing offensive linemen by doing that. Yeah. Just, it's, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work in this what, league. That's why Dallas's running game, whether they had Zeke or Tony Pollard, was effective. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter who, who you have back there. If you have a strong offensive line, your running game is going to be good. That offensive <laughs> line is the reason we won that game last night. That and the yeah. defense. Yeah. The other night. But anyways, but, we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But I mean, unless you've got Derrick Henry, who his, could be his own offensive line, then it doesn't really matter. Well, and if, can't, and unfortunately, can't be, can't be, your, yep. can't be your own offensive line in a boot. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That, that was sad. Yeah. That's that sad. almost These made are, me cry. Those are one of my favorite things to see on Saturdays. Him just tossing grown men aside like Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> just bounce off of a man like water. That, <laughs> that old that old spice is is so true. Two guys running. Two guys are hanging off. He's just running through like the stadium yeah. and running through his life. And then he gets on a treadmill. He goes, "You done yet?" He goes, "It's gonna be a minute, minute." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing we, we asked a couple of weeks ago, you know, if Tennessee was the best team in the AFC. And I asked, do you trust Ryan Tannehill? And BJ, I believe your, your response was, do they still have Derrick Henry? Well, the answer now is no. So I'll ask you again. Do you trust Ryan Tannehill? Tell you what, I'm not putting anything past AP. I'm not saying he's going to break, you know, break any records or anything, but I think he's still a serviceable running back. So as long as the play action's there, I trust Ryan Tannehill. If they cannot run the football, then no, I don't. Yep. And the, therein lies the problem with the Kansas City Chiefs. If you can run the football effectively, then you can freeze the linebackers with play action pass. That's how Tennessee has now become five for two, is because they, they can normally freeze the linebackers and open up holes in the passing game. Mm. But if the linebackers, if you're not being honest with them, they're just going to send back in coverage and you're screwed. Yeah. I would draft all offensive line this draft for the Chiefs. They should. Just, yeah. just sort let the five guys sort it out themselves in practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Just you, use your, your first five picks to draft off the offensive linemen and then use the next picks, mm-hmm. whatever you got left on defense. Just say, screw yeah. it. We've got the offensive weapons. We we need a quarterback to stand up. Yeah. Something. They need something yeah. to stand up because yeah. nobody's – it's looking bad. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not careful, Travis Kelsey's going to be asking to, to get out of there or when he's up for free agency, he's, he's going to walk well, out of and, there. And we, we said that, you know, back a couple weeks ago is because Mahomes signed that big contract. There's only so much money to go around. If Kelsey's pissed, there may not be – money to go to him right. or, or he may just be willing to take another offer somewhere because like i don't want to sit here in this bullshit i don't think you get rid of kelsey i don't think you let kelsey walk I, right. but it may not be their decision oh <laughs> you know i agree yeah. i mean it, we're not talking a, a beckham and cleveland thing here but it's it's it can be bad exactly plus all that money could you imagine if like 
<laughs> imagine all that money that the Broncos are trying to free up and the, and they end up getting Aaron Rodgers and find a way to get Kelsey. Oof. Although their defense isn't isn't holding on as much as they used to. Yeah. Now, you you talk about a scary team. The Rams offense aside, if you're lining up on a, a quarterback and you got Aaron Donald looking you in straight in the eye and you got Von Miller over there, what do you do? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep the poison, man. Uh, do you just hand them the ball or do you like do you try? I mean, yeah. I think the only team in the NFC that will be able to withstand has the offensive line to withstand are the Cowboys. I don't. I don't think. I don't even think the Bucks will will be able to withstand that man. Ugh. I mean. And, and so that's the thing. You need a double team in the middle and a double team on the outside. Yeah. It's not like if they have two double team who? Aaron Donald and Von no, Miller. No, I got Zach Martin. I don't need double team shit. Well, and that's Dorian's point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to get distracted. I'm looking at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs free agents for next year. And um, offensively, I don't see much. They're losing a couple offensive linemen. I mean, oh, that might be that's going to help them be better. It might just be easier to re-sign if these guys just leave. Yeah. Um, few, few offensive line, but Ty, uh, Tyron Matthew actually leads the list. He's making fourteen million a year right now, but it's mostly defensive, like relief. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll just go, just go. We'll figure <laughs> we'll it out. Just go. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll sign forty-six players this offseason. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Everybody's on the practice squad. Exactly. Tyreek, Travis, Patrick, you stay over here. I have to go to Costco and shop for the clearance rack. Exactly. Are you seeing the bundles? You don't Oh, if I, I would be shopping Frank Clark so much, I'd be shopping him so hard. Yeah, so hard. Now, okay, I, I'm going to ask this question, and y'all mm-hmm. can make fun of me if you want. How much of Frank Clark's performance yesterday was him knowing the trade deadline was today and trying to get out of Kansas City? Yeah, I ain't think about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing his ass off. <laughs> wow, I didn't think about that. He was I mean, playing his ass off. It's just oh, a coincidence, God. right? Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe somebody probably uh, rubbed it in his face about his contract. Like, bro, like, you know what you're doing to the salary cap right now? Do you see? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think he cares? Well, I don't know. I don't probably not. And he's got his money. Right. I don't have to think like that. I don't want that to be the case. But hey, you never know. Okay. As an American, if you said, hey. Oh, well, if you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, as an as an American, I'd be I would take the salary and then hire somebody at like a a, a tenth of what I'm making to do it for me. <laughs> You're big, aren't you? Yeah. Can you run kind of? Yeah. I'll give you a thousand bucks a week to do this. <laughs> Sounds about right. Fifty-two thousand a year, and I'm I'm pocketing the other fourteen million. Uh, okay, yeah, that's the American way. Yeah, that's, that's the American. The American I do, that's the American way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because last night he was just like he was being disruptive. Was like, wow, he he woke up done. Yeah. It was a trade deadline. He was trying to get seen. Wow. I, again, it's probably just a coincidence. It's a hell of I like a how, good. I like how you're, I like how you're talking about how a guy went so hard and he has one sack on the season. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? At least he at least he wasn't AJ Brown. Oh, I mean AJ oh. Green. AJ Green, sorry. Yes, yes. AJ Green took a stoner minute in the middle of a play. <laughs> he He's like, man, dude, that board is bright. Hey, what the yeah. hell's going on? Man, those graphics are clear as fuck. Dude. Talking about one of the best receivers of the last 10, 15 years. And you're like, AJ, what are you doing, man? Hey, Wait, my mama always said watching too much TV could be bad for you, and watching TV for him was bad for him. I text you when it happened. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm right. There's been some other analysts that have said this that uh, he was looking at the scoreboard. He was looking at the jumbotron. Like, what, Probably. What are you doing? 
Right. Lights are pretty. But, I mean, what are you doing? But it's football common sense. If you know, if you're a wide receiver, right, and you run a route, you're going to turn around and look to see Dorian. the ball comes your way regardless. Dorian, I know, I know a stoner <laughs> checking out when I see a stoner checking out. He checked out. He checked out the wrong time. He could have checked out before the snap. He could have checked out after the play. He checked out the wrong time. Oh, Damn. The, my, my favorite meme Purple, of that. That purple was... nerf so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> purple Urkel. <laughs> and then the think ball about no purple <laughs> balls intercepted immediately after that. My favorite meme was the, was the one where the, the controller was disconnected mid-play. Yeah. 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 I like the one the Stephen A. Smith with that face he makes where he's just sitting there like I don't know. I'll see if I can put it up on the Twitter page. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious news on that man. <laughs> And, and that was the thing is Ky- that was Kyler's game. That was the game where he announced, "I am here. I am a legitimate NFL quarterback. Look at me go toe to toe with AA Ron. I can do this. Look, I can. You know, I let the team down. All I gotta do is not fuck it up. And what? <laughs> he came out of that nicked up too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh. Touch his ankle. His ankles are his ankles are a problem this year. Yeah. You don't think AJ Green's gonna be the doghouse this season? I mean, this uh, this next game, right? I'm drug testing him every week now. <laughs> hey, As a coach, drug testing for pot. I, I don't care. I'm coach. I'm bringing a little pee cup. You pee in it. I just want to know what I'm dealing with. Can I throw you in clutch situations? Or you be staring at the lights again. <laughs> Adrian's looking at his hands. They can touch everything but themselves. You think I'm playing? That shit's real. Get stoned and go find something that bright. See what happens to you. Like, God damn. It was his reaction after the interception. He was like, What happened? Huh? And, and, and at first he wanted to do pass to the friends. No, 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 bro. Don't pass to the friends. <laughs> no, no. You weren't even there to know if you were pass interfered with. Oh, oh, early checkout. Mid play. Was there any other NFL moment that you guys can remember that was that bad? I don't know. Anytime I think of bad NFL moments, butt fumble always comes to my mind. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. for two reasons Sanchez ran towards an offensive lineman, and Vince Wolfork basically threw that offensive lineman into Mark Sanchez. Yeah. And, so and the, the offensive thing, lineman got punked. Sanchez got punked. It was just the, hilarious. The thing with the butt fumble, not only was it just a bust of play, and Sanchez was trying to do whatever he could, and that happened. He at least tried. It wasn't like he just completely checked out and went, here's the ball. <laughs> and that uh, the Gary Premian field goal against the Redskins. Oh, yeah. And then the Super that's Bowl. That's tough to watch. That's real tough to watch. But again, he, he tried. But that's also why you don't let the punter <laughs> throw the ball. I saw an interview from some of the people, and they said he was a soccer player. He's never thrown a football. They never no. taught him how to throw a football. So that was him trying to throw a football. And, and I, forget, like, what his, I forget what his reasoning was. It, it was a bad snap, and he picked it up and tried to do something with it. Yeah. Tried to get the ball forward, and, and no forward. Yeah, exactly. He fumbled, he fumbled yeah. when he cocked it back. Because <laughs> in, in the Michigan game last week, when they played, you know, and they went, they hit, had the fake punt. The it was not a called fake punt. It was basically the the punter dropped the ball, and he's like, I got to do something with this, and he just ran, which is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> not try to throw the ball. He knows he can't throw the ball. He just tried to run. Because he, here's the problem. Because if you're a premium, not only have you never thrown a ball ever, but no one knows they're going to catch it. <laughs> if you're throwing it out of bounds, we're good. Yeah. That'd and then we threw cool. it off the back of his helmet. Yeah. Nobody knows. Fumbled on the cockpit. Can't do that. Can't fumble, on, can't fumble pull on the back. Yeah. But like you said, though, at least he was trying to make a play. AJ, <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> He just yeah. like, like do you want somebody to try surgery though? 
No. Uh, hey, like, do you or know, do not, there is no I try. Mean, and I'm just saying, yeah. surgery is crucial. That whole situation, that whole field goal situation is extremely crucial. It's very an intense yeah. situation. And no, no. Kick that ball, take the penalty, we'll punt. I don't care what you do. <laughs> Kick it out of bounds. And there was no reason for it. They were up 14 to nothing. And Don Chula even said, we were up 14 to nothing. We had a chance for your field goal. It was going to be perfect. We were going to be 17 and 0. They're going to win the Super Bowl 17 and 0. It was going to be just poetic. And then Gary does this. And we're like, what the fuck? The game's now a game now. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. So I love football. Crazy, <laughs> crazy things happen. I was yeah. just showing uh, one of my friends at work. Do you remember when the Patriots offensive lineman, Dan Connolly, caught that kickoff? Took off running for 71 yards? Yes. Yeah. And 300 pound run back with both arms on the ball <laughs> yep. excellent it was i love i love when big men have the football that's one of my favorite things about football when they finally get yeah. in the end zone or get to touch the ball that's that's fun to watch I and then you have warren, warren sap yeah in the pogo stick in the end zone yep <laughs> oh you gotta love it though those guys aren't supposed to be in the end zone anytime they get there they should be able to do whatever the hell they want <laughs> They should, should be able to bring no food, family, whatever they want in the end zone. They should be able to bring it in the end zone. Score, score a touchdown. Here's a bucket of chicken. You know, yeah, a, a, a bucket of beer. Defense gets a beer. Like, I don't yep. care. Like, whatever. They deserve it. Are we have, do we have to look at the NFL picks? Yes. Yes, we have to look at the picks. There's other things we can do. No, no, there's not. We can talk about the NBA, but that's already on the schedule. So we are, th- this is a lot closer than the NFL, than the college picks. Um, during- we're, all, we're all garbage in this. Yes. <laughs> Dorian leads with 14 points, uh, 14 wins. Yeah, BJ and I have 13. Equally garbage. Equally garbage. <laughs> so, and we probably would have been better had like Baker Mayfield not just given up on the Browns last week. Um, by the way, I, I don't know if you guys caught that. The the Steelers played the entire second half without a kicker. Talk. And people are saying he got blasted. He did not get blasted. He got shot and he fell awkwardly. And I'm sorry he's injured. But let's understand what blasted is. Go back and watch tapes of Steve Atwater. Go back and watch tapes of Darren Woodson, Roy Williams. Like that's blasted. Okay, mm-hmm. we have to get that out. Of the air. Yeah, it, it was a completely legal hit. Yes. He was out of the pocket. He was a runner. He could have been a passer. Completely legal. He just and, he just got ragdolled. And and the, the and he, I've heard someone say, well, you know, he, he, they shouldn't have done it. It's a cheap hit. Yes, he's a kicker. Yes, he's not used to being hit. But he's still out there playing football. He still mm-hmm. still could have gotten the first down. You know, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. It was it was it a legal hit? Absolutely. Did it suck? Now Pittsburgh doesn't have a kicker. Yes. Did it suck for for um, fantasy owners? Yes. But you know what? That's part of the game. Mm-hmm. And I they still won. I bet you his whole chest hurts. Yes. Whole his soul aches. Yeah. Those guys don't get touched. No. He's probably been hit, hit by, harder by his kids this year than he has by a football player. <laughs> I mean, because if you watch on kickoffs and even on punts, they'll, they'll kick it. And they know to kind of stay away because they know people are looking for him. <laughs> they do that little trot. They do that little trot. Yeah. Slow trot. Was it, was it Antonio Brown that kicked the punter in the face? Look. Or was it Josh yeah. Cripps? I, I forget who did it. I know. I know it was it was Josh Cripps. <laughs> Both, Both of them did it. Both of them did it. Oh, they did? Both, Both of them. Hayad. The Hayad. <laughs> Ah, necessary roughness was Sinbad. And they're fifteen yards that way. Yeah, he just he kicked the shit out of everybody on the team. It was great. Look, I'm all for drop kicking. I don't know why there's not more of that shit. Was hilarious. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm sad that it happened to another human, but they also signed up for this shit. So I'm kind of like, no, hey, (laughs) hey, whatever. Um. But yeah, who has look? It's one of the few ways you can do it legally. Who hasn't wanted to try drop kick? Have you guys never wanted to drop kick somebody? When I was in middle school and watched wrestling. Okay, but now they can do it as adults. <laughs> How can you take it away from them? That's, we we're just jealous because we can't drop kick legally. <laughs> legally. <laughs> legally. I mean, when you it's, had little, I had little brothers, so there was there were some things. There's some <laughs> drop kicking. There's throwing in the pool out of the treehouse, things like that. But 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll we'll get to our, our terrible, no good, horrible picks. Um, yes. <laughs> Uh, so the first game is Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati is only a two and a half point favorite. Uh, Cleveland looks like they want to fight each other with Baker and, and Odell going back and forth. Yeah, I'm sticking with Cincinnati. They look good. They lost to the Jets. Look, it's a coachable moment. <laughs> they lost to the Jets with a backup quarterback. That's he might be magical. Yeah, maybe he's he might be magical, or maybe he's, he's just better than Zach Wilson. Um, he completed like no passes downfield. Yeah, well, he's still better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'll um, tell you one thing, Mike White's mom is probably better than Zach Wilson's mom. Probably that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. I think I think Burrow's gonna uh have his way with, with Cleveland. I hope so. Got him on fantasy. Oh no, I picked Cincinnati. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not don't picking mess, Cleveland. Don't mess, Dorian said don't mess my mediocre numbers up. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm trying to keep my little thirty percent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm leaving this. So. <laughs> no, did, did you guys see what Odell's dad posted? Uh, I think it was Instagram or Twitter or some, some uh, stupid shit. A, a first class ticket out of Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what yep. he did. Yep. And he should have done. What, what pissed me off up. though is if you were really mad, if you're really mad about it, why'd you post it four days ago? Why'd you do yeah. it the day of the trade deadline? Man, up, let the team think mm-hmm. about it for a while. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Like that's that's why I was a little upset about. It. Like the timing of it was kind of weak. Yep. What Odell is doing is he's trying to use all his leverage with all this celebrity, his dad or whatever, to get him out of Cleveland. Mm. But for what I'm hearing, they're not trying to trade him. They're celebrity like, does not get you paid in the NFL. Right. Nobody no. cares if you're fancy. And, right. and, and it could ask be Cam wrong. Newton. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't that great in New York. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. He's made his name off of like three plays. Yeah. The one the one against Carr. There was another 80-yard game when he touched down he had against Cowboys. It was either in overtime or in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And there's one other play. I can't remember exactly what happened. But I feel like it's only like three plays. Yeah, and that's his problem. He's not consistent, like, at no. all. He cannot get separation. That, that's why Baker's not throwing to him because he's not open. Mm-hmm. Well, not according to Odell's dad. Well, I haven't seen Odell's dad play football either. <laughs> Odell, Odell is a – Except the fact where he's a slot receiver, like he 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 still believes that he's this outside deep threat, and it's like no no because like you said, he can't get separation. Yeah, and you can't get separation from when I, I think I forgot I think they were playing against uh either wasn't it was. It, was the Eagles or the Saints? Um, I think it was the Saints when when Mike uh, when Malcolm Jenkins and there was a play to where Malcolm Jenkins was actually like like head up with uh, Odell and he couldn't get separation from him. And Malcolm Jenkins is a safety. If you're a wide receiver and you can't get separation from a safety, now they are some fast safeties, but it's Malcolm Jenkins who's been in the league a lot longer than what o, what what OBJ has. And you couldn't get separation from. Malcolm Jenkins, so bro, you're a slot receiver. Just just own up to it, just accept it, or yeah. you're not. No one's going to want you. Right. And and going back to the you know use the celebrity to get out of Cleveland. Well, he used their celebrity to get out of New York. People are going to see that, and there's only so many spots for you to go to. Yeah, less and less people are caring, man. You're running out of time. Yep. Yeah. So the the next game on the list is Green Bay versus Kansas City. Now I will fully admit, full transparency, I picked this game yesterday. Um, when I put it on the sheet, Kansas City was a three point favorite mm. after last. <laughs> night it is now even that's crazy yes uh i gotta pick green bay i don't see any way that they can stop green bay at all yeah. is, uh, we've seen, Adams? is he coming we've back seen, we've seen I average defenses cause kansas city problems so right i think he's he's out of protocol now okay yeah i'm picking green bay 
<laughs> even yeah. if he even if he wasn't playing, I'm still picking Green Bay. Yeah, because I, I think go ahead. They might get Valdez Gantling back this week also. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's that'd right. be just about the whole core healthy. And uh, yeah. what's his Hazard? Yeah, Hazard. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Hazard, so they're yeah. get they're getting the whole core back. I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. so all three of us have picked Cincinnati. All three of us have picked Green Bay. So if you're listening to this and you're in a place that accepts bets, pick Cleveland. Pick Kansas City. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> upset, upset, crazy shit weekend. Apparently, um, the next game is t- a Tennessee without Derek Henry, but with Adrian Peterson against the Rams with Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Adrian AJ? Peterson doesn't have a switch, does? It? Uh, not that I know it. Well, I mean, they're all grown men up there, so I don't think he's taking switches to them. Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> Seems to be his thing, but um. <laughs> little children that's why <laughs> you know uh, yes I mean, it's tough though when that's probably what happened to you also <clears throat> so i'm just saying that's probably a, a system of things that needs to be changed yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, not, it's funny it's funny how people forget that he's a child abuser and he beat his child yeah yeah, yeah. um there's been a lot a lot worse forgiven in this league i tell you that <laughs> um, LA Rams. I think it's the Rams. I'm worried about that Von Miller signing. I mean, not because the Cowboys, because we got offensive linemen out the ass. We could lose two linemen and still put out a top quality line. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say it's the Rams. That Von Miller signing does make me nervous. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing with the Rams. Not only do you have Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the on the line, you also have Jalen Ramsey in the back. And you know so, what, Jalen Ramsey is only a problem to teams that have to throw to that receiver. True. Otherwise, he's just a guy in the field. Not like he's going to go stop the other three receivers or the tight yeah. end, the other two receivers. So, but if the quarterback doesn't have a lot of time to go through their, their progression, you know, essentially, you best receivers taken out, it, out of the game. That's that's where your tight end comes in, and that's why Travis Kelsey's pissed off. Yeah, because I know you don't have time. Give me the day. Ball. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going with uh, the Ram. Also, too, uh, now that they have Von Miller and then you have uh, Aaron Donald that's going to be wrecking havoc, they also have the linebacker, uh, I think, Leonard Little, and that's going to free him up. So, uh, and that, that defense is going to be solid, man. I mean, it's already solid. Now it's just... And, and see, and that's the thing. That, my, that defense, I don't see giving up more than 17 points a game. 17, 18 points a game. That offense is good for 21, easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, so just on a standard game without anyone just just completely balling out. You're talking 21-17 Rams. Nice. And that's that's not, you know, Cooper Cup going off. That's not, you know, getting Cam Makers back in the playoffs. Mm. So that, that yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm depressed that we don't play them. I just looked it up. You might play them in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Oh no, I wanted them in the regular season. I wanted to see. <clears throat> it's always nice to take a peek. You yeah. don't want to play them twice. You don't want to see a division a division rival in the playoffs. But if you if you can catch a peek in them in the regular season, and then hey, I mean uh, they flat out said that's why the Giants beat the Patriots in those seven. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was confidence. Yeah, yep. Strahan said it gave the whole team confidence that they could run with them. Yep. Mm. So the 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 last game is Atlanta versus New Orleans, and you you talk about a a sad Sunday, not only losing Derrick Henry, who was fun to watch, but losing Jameis. I was rooting for Jameis. Yeah. It was tough to, I was Awesome. Hoping you get to ride this out and see where it went for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was it his ACL that he blew out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had some other damages. Whatever. Well, normally, normally when you blow out your ACL, you blow out other things too. It's just yeah, I think it was a PCL. Yeah, just yeah. the way the hit happens. Oh, and it was bad because he tried to cut back in and was pulled over that outside leg. So it was, yep. that's tough to watch. So and, that and being Orleans, said, I feel like New Orleans defense really showed out last week and might be onto something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm pick the Saints with whatever quarterback they trot out there because. 
truth truth be told, Sean Payton's got enough plays in his book to get anybody through the football, at least to keep him in it. So if they can work with um, Drew Brees' noodle arm for the last three years, he can work with other people. And see, and he, and here's the thing is Trevor Simeon's not bad. He's yeah. not great by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. But he's at the Broncos, bad. right? When he yeah, had yeah. his first yeah. Broncos, yeah. 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 And so he he is the stereotypical game manager. He's what they that would be described as. He's not gonna take chances. He's not going to win you the game, but he's also not going to lose you the game. Adam just went full sports podcast. He easily hey. threw out, he easily threw out the word game manager. <laughs> Look, the way I look at it, it's experience. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the way I look at it, it's like, look, if the Buck, okay, okay, you, you have the uh, Bucks who won a Super Bowl with uh, Brad Johnson as their quarterback, and you have the Ravens who won with Trent Dilfer, but they had a stout defense. That defense that the Saints have, I'm not saying they're like on the level of the of that Bucks and that uh, Ravens defense, but Trevor Simeon, I believe he could he could potentially carry them at least to the uh, NFC Championship. Championship with that defense. So, so you're right. I've, I, you know, um, Sean Payton can call plays for Trevor Simeon to at least, like, like for example, if he can just like eliminate the mistake, get the ball to his playmakers. They got Michael Thomas coming back. You got uh, Alvin Kamara. I mean, you know, he, you have him as well. So if he can get the ball to his playmakers, I say that they should, they, they may uh, win the eight, the NFC South over Tampa. Yeah, it's a possibility. Okay, hmm. so, that's, bold, that's bold prediction right there. That is a that is a bold prediction right there. Bold, bold move. Cotton, we'll see if it pays off. <laughs> Get a blindfold yourself next. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, as you can see, like this. Well, also, too, uh, Grunk. I mean, Grunk wasn't playing. I think if Grunk was playing, it, it would have been a different outcome, also. So it uh, depends on how healthy he is because that's Brady's safety uh. net. Wow. So, are you? But I picked. I picked New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he th- he thinks they can win the division. He better pick New Orleans. I got some work to do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, did, did you? Am I the only one I see how how that defense played? Yeah. Like, you got to like, remember, Tampa's corners are down to like third string corners too. Yeah, and and I'm not comparing them to the Ravens defense or to the Seattle defense or to the Bucks defense. That's that's a stretch. Or or yeah. to the well, again, I said. Cowboys not, defense. I got it. I got it. I said it. Yeah, BG's got to get us two cents in there. He's got to brag about his Cowboys a little bit more. Yeah. But, but see, the Dorian, defense kept him in that game. <laughs> but Dorian, you're onto something. Okay. Because you got someone like Simeon who, again, is not going to win you the game, but he's not going to pull a Jameis and throw just an interception, just leaves you going, what could the fuck? Could you take was it that? easy on Jameis this week? I mean, of all weeks, you could take it easy on Jameis this week. <laughs> You don't have to call it the Jameis. I'm not but, talking about crab legs. He can see now. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't got much better. So I don't know what to do. Jameis, you make me nervous. <laughs> so with that, we'll take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. Um, and so the the NBA season tipped off what two weeks ago. Yeah. I actually like I started caring when I saw highlights on Sports Center this morning as I was getting ready for work. Um, the, the magic ended up winning last night, which I think is why BJ's repping the, the magic in, the, in, his, in his shirt. Um, yeah. Now, I will say this. So I, I'm tired of the story. I want it to go away. But it, but because we have a sports podcast, it gives me something to talk about. Ben Simmons is just needs to just stop. Okay, I, I know I called it a couple of weeks ago um, when he said that he was having uh, he was having mental health issues. He needed a break from the team. And, and I said the timing is just off. It doesn't make sense. Now, I don't want to make light of anyone's mental health issues. But 
but the time is just off. I would love to be his lawyer. Yeah. Because I'd be like, uh, why would I want to receive mental health treatment from the people that damage my mental health? Yeah. Well, in theory, they're supposed to be third parties. Yeah, I'll go with my own. Thank you. But he's also, from what I understand, he's not even seeking mental health. It's all bullshit. Yeah. He's just, he's doing anything he can to try to keep the ball in his court. He's not going to do anything with it. All he can do is pass it back. He's not going to shoot the ball, and, even with in his court. Am I the only one that thinks like the Sixers, the Sixers look better without him this year? Any the team looks, is- any team looks better when every member of that team gives a shit. Yeah. Right. If you got one guy like that sitting on your bench, that's tough to overcome. You can feel that. Not everybody. Some people can plow right through. There's a lot of people that feel that energy. It's just like, man, that's that guy is pissing people off. And I think Embiid's one of those guys. He kind of feeds off the energy from around everyone, and whether mm-hmm. a positive or negative. And they just need to keep those two separate. And and also too, um, with with Doc Rivers, I know in theory, I know what Doc is trying to do. Doc is is it's like Doc is trying to be this like this father figure type in the situation instead of being a logical coach you know that you can't you can't win a championship with Ben Simmons with Ben Simmons mentality especially he doesn't want to be there so why you're forcing it you need to allow Daryl Morey hey man like what can we do like figure out pieces to where uh you can get back from Ben Simmons so you guys can be a complete team because if it, even if Ben Simmons said okay you know what I'll let bygones with bygones and play the whole season you're going to deal with the same shit in the fourth quarter they're going why to see him like they do um uh Giannis but at least Giannis can you know hit a jumper or hit a three-point shot why does anybody want somebody that's like gone full 15 year old emotional child i don't know they like them the president <laughs> but but to your point bj yes why why would you want someone who clearly does not want to act professional what's going to happen when i ask him to work on his jump shot and he comes to my team yeah am i going to get this yeah. you know and there's only so many places he can go and they all talk and that that's the thing it's not like you're you're leaving one job to go to another and you can just kind of hope they don't talk amongst each other everyone sees you play i mean there's film on you we we, we see what you're doing nothing and it's not going to work and and to your point during about about doc yes he's trying to be a father figure he's also trying to be a coach and he's an overrated coach and it's just not helping the, the situation so at what point does daryl Morey like step in and be like look this is what's going to happen because right now it seems if like he's like like dead on with like keeping him until he gets what he wants from him and it's like you're not going to get what you think that you you should get for Ben Simmons because he can't first of all he can't shoot he won't even attempt the shot right well and to BJ's point nobody wants him it's not right. even like nobody wants him for that price right. nobody wants him right, right. so it, it's I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know I think I think they should just just sit him out for the year you know um just just tell him just to go home these are guaranteed yeah. contracts they're basically paying him to just be a bitch yeah. but I mean is it less disruptive if you say Ben here's your money don't come around the facility or here's your money please come work out with the team what's Boy, better set, for the team that sets a hell of a precedent to just let that guy sit home and get his whole guaranteed contract look what James Harden did last year all they can do is find the living crap out of him but he's coming around the team he's just like oh well for right now you know no he's, he's, saying, he's oh, not yeah. around the team anymore no. he's stepping away to get mental health treatment right he came around for like two or three days and then took off again took yeah. off again and stood there and pouted and played on it played with his phone in his pocket oh. Kardashian oh, curse Kardashian curse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which Kardashian he was uh, messing around with? The youngest I'm one? I'm looking up right now. I'm looking up right now. I, I don't know. I did, to me, they're just all kind of one nebulous. <laughs> BJ, you gonna chime in on that? 
<laughs> nope, nope, nope. Oh, the first the first search thing is why Ben Simmons may be a victim of the Kardashian curse. That's the first search that popped up when I typed in Ben Simmons Kardashian, and it was uh, I think it's Kylie. Was yeah. she the one that yeah. was in the Kendall. Pepsi commercial? Kendall. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was yeah, the that dumbest was... fucking commercial idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just abort that director. Uh, well, I mean, Pepsi's known for burning people alive. I mean, they burnt Michael Jackson's hair. So, <laughs> oh. Kardashian. Um, yep, Kardashian curse. I called it. But he, and he do, man. You know what's funny is the Kardashian curse has similar effect to the perfect curse. Yeah, delusions, mm-hmm. delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, oh. I I think the only person who avoided the curse was James Harden. Because remember, he was dating Chloe, and he was like, well, he was probably also dating like half of Houston, so I wouldn't really count that. Well, yeah. <laughs> he didn't live in the strip club in Houston. <laughs> I, I bet you he's going to be sitting there 60 years old and be like, man, I wish I had that money back. Yeah. That'd just be nice to have back. Yeah, that, yeah that's, yeah. Covered in sweat now. <laughs> At least he didn't try um, to punch him back. Sweat and glitter. Back. <laughs> Dorian says he's right. Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> so drive the, driving home from Melbourne. So true story. Oh, no, nah, man. Fucker, <laughs> 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 whatever. <laughs> so m- my wife went out to to do some errands and left me home with the boys. Um, and my youngest son, who's two years old, was playing with a toy and got glitter all over his face. No. And my wife came home, looked at him, and went, "Where did y'all go?" Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, nowhere, unfortunately. <laughs> like we didn't go anywhere. What's up with his face? It was a toy. What kind always, of toy? It always looks like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Depends on which spot you go to, fellas. There's some places they, they go glitter galore, and some places they, you know. See, Dory wants to be a tour guide. You know, I, I know the kids like no, I glitter. I know kids like glitter. <laughs> you record it? Oh, no. I, know, I know some women put glitter in their makeup. But glitter is like the worst invention ever. Oh, it, it is actually banned from our house. Like the, Oh, good the, for you. Yeah. I am so happy for you. So, that is such and, a task to clean that up. Oh, yeah. So I, I was um, on a, in a work trip, and we had to do like a project. I had to do like an art project type thing. And the, the hotel flat out said, if you bring glitter in here, you will be kicked out because it is like such it. a pain to get out of the carpet. Vacuums yeah. don't work. No, you just yeah. burn it. Burn yeah. the whole Nothing. place. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. But, so I, I saw, getting back to the NBA, I saw a um, some people in Boston wanting to trade Jalen Brown. And they're wanting to trade him to Golden State for Andrew Wiggins. I would do that in a heartbeat if I was Golden it, State. It's Golden State, yes. <laughs> Before you change yeah. your mind. Absolutely. Quick, somebody yeah. call them. Yeah, I would do that shit. Don't even ask questions. No questions like, at all. Shut up, Draymond. It's gonna work. <laughs> like here, do it. <laughs> I would definitely do that. But um, even even uh, in the game I was watching between when when the Celtics were playing the Bulls, the Celtics were up nineteen, and the Bulls came back and beat them by fourteen. They are they are the first team ever to have a fourteen point lead in the fourth quarter and then lose by fourteen or more. Wow. That is crazy. I mean, it happens when I mean, if you're shooting what I think they went like uh, three. No, I think um, that game. Um, Tatum went like three for 20 something and then Ooh. the Bulls in the fourth quarter went 13 for 16. Well, see, and, and this is what happens when your entire offensive strategy is shoot threes or they're not going in, shoot more threes. Shoot more threes. <laughs> so <laughs> the reason why you didn't have swings like this back in the day is that you'd have teams that would run an offense on granted that would be throw the big man down down low, let him dribble for five, 10 seconds, throw it out, throw it back to him. You know, but but you would you would take time off the clock and you would get quality shots instead mm. of run up and down, shoot a 
three, oh, it, it clinked off. The other team has a fast break and can, can go down and score. Right, exactly. And, and also, too, with um, what I noticed about that game, um, Tatum, like, even though he was off, you would think, okay, in most cases, if I'm off, let's run the offense and let's see if somebody else can get a better shot than I did. Not Tatum. He was like, you know what? I'm going to Kobe this month. He was just taking it and like, and you can see like, you know, they were setting screens. There were times where Marcus Smart, which if he's open, he'll hit the shot. Tatum was like, uh-uh, I'm, oh, I'm doing this uh, tonight. Uh, apparently it was a con- it was a quote from Smart that like uh, Brown and Tatum need to pass the ball. Yeah. And and that might be why they're looking to get rid of Brown because that, talking about chemistry in Philadelphia, the chemistry in Boston has just gone south quick. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely. And I, I think both parties would, would benefit from that trade because Andrew Wiggins, he's the type to where he would defer to Tatum or defer to someone else first yeah. uh and Jalen brown you know having draymond on his ass i think that it'll <laughs> you know have him to you know fit in with the team so yeah and it's not like golden state's slacking already i mean they were what six and one five and one this year mm-hmm. so that they can be dangerous lakers yeah and speaking of lakers um i just gotta add so what how can you put LeBron James and Russell Westbrook on the same team at the same time and to think that it's going to be promising when it comes to the fourth quarter? We we said this last week. They built their roster like they're on 2K. I think BJ is the one that said it. They, they didn't give a crap about chemistry. It was all just what players can we get and just go with it. I know how to fix it. Just put two basketballs out there. Yes, because that's going to work. <laughs> it will. Yeah. Then Russell has one and LeBron has one. It, this is not Space Jam. They they do not have Looney Tunes <laughs> out on the court. Look, if you want Russell and LeBron to play together, they need two basketballs. Hands down. That's how it works. It's, yeah, like, it's definitely not working now. Yeah. No. It, it's... it's- it's like you didn't need Russell Westbrook. I mean, you got the the, the young kid Horton Tucker, who he meshed well with LeBron. You could have been giving those minutes to him and develop him. So at least when you guys get I, to the playoffs, I, I think they saw how bad it was with him and AD were out at the same time. Uh, now watch when AD and LeBron are out, Westbrook can carry him. Well, huh? and that's gonna be the thing is you're you're probably right because Father Time's undefeated. Right. You know, the, LeBron and AD may be out at the same time, and then Westbrook's gonna carry him. Then what's gonna happen when they come back? Yeah. Well, that's up to LeBron, but in the meantime, oh, that's never Westbrook can handle it. Yeah, he's probably like the tenth best GM. In- <laughs> not, not saying not- much. We just talked about how poorly the NFL GMs are. Yes, yes, but he is a GM, even <laughs> though he likes to deny it at every turn. He is a GM. He's a GM, just like Darren Moy is a GM, and he can't, you know, make trades to save his life. <laughs> I mean, I'm I won't be surprised if Daryl Morey is talking with James Harden and said, "Look, man, like." You can like not have a good season. I know you're starting off shitty. Keep that up. Maybe I can get you over where I am. Because <laughs> he loves James Harden. Like I'm sure he, uh, you know, gets all tingly inside when he thinks about James. James Harden puts up stats to fill up his analytics sheet. That's why. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't matter about chemistry or anything. Yeah, because uh, we remind me again how many championships Harden's won. Mm-hmm. He's got double travel step back championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hands down. He <laughs> knows all day. Um, yeah. But but. So, you know, but it's the ref's fault that he's having a bad season. Oh, no, yeah. they're, they're trying to actually go back to playing basketball. And he was ready for it. Exactly. Yep. I love it. I saw James him come out scoring like 12, 15 man. points. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't dive into defensive players anymore. Exactly. Oh, I remember and Syracuse it's... held him to four points in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, when he was at Arizona State? Yeah, I love thinking about that. That was a good day. She's <laughs> <laughs> not a big James Harden fan. Like, I, I really – that diving into defensive players but yeah. I don't like it I still like it yeah he couldn't play in the 90s man no. he, he well first off how that diving into lot. players it, he would have been on his neck oh Oakley would have killed him like I think we would have physically killed him Rick Mahorn Chris Childs would have got to him 
<laughs> you name it. Yeah, you, um, David Shaq's like, let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Lonzo Mourning, even even with Tumble, like it's yeah, yeah, he wouldn't make it. But but real quick, I want to ask you guys a question. So so me and um someone was talking, and they were like, they were like, how come when people talk about Dirk Nowitzki, Nowitzki, why do they always compare him to Larry Bird? Why can't they compare him to because a, he's white? That's because he's white. So. <laughs> Well, so, right, what what black player would you compare Larry Bird to or Nowitzki to? Dirk's a better shooter than Marcus Aldridge. Right. I mean, you can't. I mean, in, in my opinion, I just think that like right, I was trying to do everything I can to not put race in it, but it's kind of like, it was kind of difficult because it was like okay, you can't really compare Dirk to any other players. Okay. Because well, it, let, let's back this up. Okay. So, right. DJ, who who would you compare Larry Bird to? Past, past or present? Oh, uh, that's the thing. I, that's one of those players I'm not sure if you can. Right. That's um, where I was coming from when I said, I'm like, you can't compare them. And I said, I can. But but they were like, dude, like every time Dirk Nowitzki comes up, is always him to Larry Bird. Because there like, hasn't well, been anybody since Larry no. to be like Larry. Right, right. Um, black or white. Right. And, um, and, and to your point, BJ, I don't think there's a player black or white that's like Dirk. No. Right. That's that tall, has that nice of a stroke. Can shoot outside, inside, get to yeah. the basket, play in the post. I mean, the, the only person that I can even remotely think of as Tim Duncan and he didn't have the range that Dirk at all. He couldn't shoot no. like Dirk. I mean but Dirk could. couldn't play the Dirk couldn't play the um, paint like uh, Tim either. But he did hold his own though. Towards well, the he could he could hold his own but he can't play in the paint like Tim. Yeah. No. No. Tim but, is... and, and that's also the thing. Like who would you compare Tim Duncan to? Yeah. I mean <laughs> some, yeah I mean the reason Carl Malone we... older Carl Malone when Ooh. Carl was the, the championship years and the last couple of the uh, finals years in Utah when he was more of a low post uh, face-up shooter, um, little post moves. He was still running more than Tim did because Carl was a pretty good athlete. Yeah. As far on the offensive end, I would say an older Carl Malone. Fair enough. But, I mean, y- you see this often, and it's not just with basketball players. You see it in the NFL. You see it in, in other sports. Is when, when there's a player of a certain stature, the comps are almost always race first. Right. Almost always. Yeah. And even when you're describing, when they're describing the player, there's certain adjectives that, you, that they use for white players and certain adjectives they use for black players yeah they mean the same they're interchangeable right. but it's just they they use you know hey if he's white he has a he has it's a big in the moment. context yeah in the, yeah yeah he's a hustle player yeah <laughs> scrappy <laughs> dead eye shooter dead eye yeah. shooter <laughs> but if he's black he has range yeah <laughs> but like uh nice it's touch. funny though because that's what i like about that joel bead where that guy asked the question like how do you become a better shooter he goes i just started watching the people that are good shooters i started watching white people shoot on youtube <laughs> <laughs> dude I, you know what and when it comes to stereotypes bro like i'm gonna be honest like when i'm playing pickup ball what i do is i look to see and if i see you know you know a couple of you know white brothers shooting some three pointers and knocking them down i'm putting them on my team <laughs> so and, that, and, and there's times where i'll get on i'm like okay i'm picking you two and i'm picking you two and they're like man like and, and then they start cracking jokes like man you guys like dukes i'm the only black guy on the team but we kicking <laughs> ass though because uh, i because i know basketball and my thing is and it's like you know all right i'll see the guys on the other side and they're all like you know and one playing defense i mean and one not playing defense they want to dunk all the time i look i want to a win and i want to be able to stay on the court and i want to be able to have some camaraderie and usually it's the you know it's the guys who shoot three pointers look man and play you're a when you're athletically challenged, you have to move the basketball. Hey, like, yeah, period. it works. Dorian just wants to be Sidney Dean. That's all. <laughs> period. 
<laughs> get him as Billy Hoyle and he'd be fine. Hey, if I can't I'm blow saying. by you or dunk over you, I gotta use misdirection and trickery. You will out your ass and, and, and get the hustle play. So while you guys trying to dunk and impress, we're going down and we're up to so. speaking of the hustle plays. I'll tell you, I, this is why marijuana is a bad thing. Um, <laughs> we're out there playing pickup basketball at the Y, and I don't know what it was, man. They had concrete floors, and in a pickup game, I dove for a loose ball in a pickup game. That's a went right, bro. went right down on my hip. Ooh. I don't really catch bruises like that. But the next day I woke up and I went to take a shower. It, oh my God, like a dinner plate on my hip, just black and blue. I'm like, holy crap. So I'm kind of moving slow that day. Two days later, decided to go out to the Y. Now we're playing in the league. Dude, I dove for a loose ball again. Not even thinking about it. Reached out, dove again. Bam, right on the same hip. I was like, oh man, I'm just laying on the floor just holding my hip. Like, oh man. Oh, that was so oh, forgot that he's old. I forgot that it hurt. Oh, it hurt so bad. I'll tell you what, you want to hurt something. Something. It might hurt the first time. It doesn't hurt like when you re-injure it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> days later. Oh yeah. Hands oh down. man, I limped for a couple of days after that. I don't oh, think I'm I went sure. back to. I don't think I went back to the Y for like a week and a half. Like you, you can just have it. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I know exactly what you mean. Like what? A couple of what, it has been a month now. I played flag football for the first time, and like Ooh. at first I was feeling good, but something was like, "Hey man, you need to calm down." Man, no, I'm good. And the next thing you know, it that was your I, hamstring. I cool. Yeah, that was your hamstring, hamstring. talking. You said, "Hey, Dorian, oh buddy, get your ass said, down. We're no, steel no, no. cables now. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't stretch. We pop, buddy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm like, nah. You know what? I said I got to sit this play out. Right? I'm not going back in. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Man. I played tackle football at 36. Ooh, what? Yup. They talked me into a turkey. Uh, and and turkey. this is why pot is bad for you. 34. <laughs> I was 34. They talked me into it. They're like, let's go play tackle football. And I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Work. It's okay. No, man. Tavares in Houston. And like, this is a game that have been going on for years with like names that I recognize from like the newspaper. So I'm like, no, I don't want to go out there. And they talk, <laughs> yeah, they're like, they talk me into it. So I go out there. Shit talking starts instantly. Um, I avoided getting hit the whole time. I play quarterback. Play there quarterback. You go. <laughs> There you go. Quick release, baby. Get that ball out of there. You can count to three as much as you want. You'll never see me. Oh, man. Smart play. I got hit. I, I got hit once, but it was out of bounds. He was like holding my leg. I was like, you can dump me on the ground, but I'm out of bounds. It's up to you. <laughs> it was fun, but I'll never do it again. I was I was sore just from the hitting the ground a couple times and getting hit a couple times that I did. Like I was sore. It was fun though. It was a blast. It was absolutely. I'm blast. sure. Yeah, it's, it's my fun. Putting it in a for, drain last night because there's like moments where you forget you shouldn't be doing this and you're just yeah. out there running around <laughs> having a good time. Just, everything's great. All of a sudden you go to cut your hips like, oh no no. Don't do yeah, that. my wife told me all the time. Man. Yeah, Don't you're not you're not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I try not to think about it like that. I just try to act ignorant to it all. Yeah, I remember this was probably... Like, why is my back hurt? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was probably eight, nine years ago. A guy's from work was like, hey, let's come out for flag football. Okay, cool. I go out there. It was fine. You know, play, play the whole game. The next day, I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah that was bad. Yeah, <laughs> don't you, don't do you, that again. If you if you don't normally run, you should not do it for the first time during a sport. No. Right. No, no. Because no. you're going to go to cut and something in your leg is going to go, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like like oh man when i was playing flag football me I, I call myself trying to you know run certain route and my yeah. hamstring is like dude yeah. you are not fucking dude. Devontae Adams yeah you cannot run a post <laughs> no yeah no, I, I know exactly you probably tried to post corner and when you went back to the corner you were like nope <laughs> Whole leg exactly. just locked down. He's like, go five yards of curl, bro. That's all yep. you got. 
find find the soft spot in the zone. You're over 35. You got one cut. Yeah. Everything you do is one cut. You can't cut back. It'll blow out. Just do a scene. Just yeah. a scene. Put your hand up, man. We're all Hopefully. Demarco Murray now. We're all Demarco Murray. One cut, go. Back. Oh man! To get that you know contact from Chip Kelly and run. You know what I noticed in basketball? I can still run. The stopping is the problem. You can't stop yeah. quick. The older you get, the stopping is the problem. You can still run. Legs still work. They'll move and everything. <laughs> as soon as you get down to the other time to stop, it's like shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Does it get to the point everywhere you like? You know, I'm just gonna play defense. You can't score. I'm gonna play defense. You ever uh, do that? No, I don't. I go out there to run. If I'm, I don't like doing it, and if I don't get the ball after a while, we're gonna start jogging. I'll just I'll watch you guys. <laughs> I'll watch you guys jack up those stupid ass Leesburg shots you jack up. <laughs> it was Leesburg specials. Yeah. Court. Oh. Look, he gave me 18 centimeters of separation. I should shoot. <laughs> exactly. Or, or the ones where, like, you're like, hey, man, they try to like tell you to clear out. Bro, that's not your game. You're not LeBron. You're yeah. not Kobe. Clear, Pass clear the ball. out. I've yeah. known you since yeah, clear, I've clear known out. you since you were 12. You're not gonna shit in this. <laughs> the only thing you should be clearing out your closet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just figure you're airing out your armpits when you do that shit. <laughs> Tell me to clear out. You know you need a pick. You need a pick after exactly. a pick. You need double picks. Exactly. You, you need to run off Ray Allen screen. Yeah, talk about talk about clear out. You need three of us to get you open. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I, we, I used to talk oh, so much oh. shit, Dorian. I have no idea how I've been punched face on the basketball. Court. We talked about it last week. You've got a superpower. People I, hit you. Yeah, and I don't easy. brag about it. I'm not bragging. I don't want to say like, yeah, nobody's ever hit me. It's not the case. I'm baffled by it. Baffled. <laughs> I would have hit me by this, by this. <laughs> oh, man. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Because like, you just get people thinking about other things. Like you ever, you ever go up to somebody on a basketball court you know is better than you and then start talking about some ridiculous shit? Yeah. Be like, did you catch that Giants game the other day? And be like, yeah. And then just take off running for the three-point line or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just get him in mid conversation. Yeah, just get him in mid conversation. Just leave, bounce him <laughs> off a screen or something. Like let him know that. I'm going to be messing with their brain all day. Yeah, I'm just like, like all the time, especially with guys. I play against guys who they're like, like really good, but they try to pursue a rap career. So I'd be like, hey, hey, man, was, was that the music I heard? Oh, yeah, man, you liked it? Next no. thing you know it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Give me the ball. He's over here slapping his own back. He didn't know what's going on. Give me the ball. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, talk about their rap career and how much they, they sound good out of sophomore. Talking <laughs> shit is so fun. So much fun. That's why I like doing this podcast. You can talk some shit. Yeah, talk shit. No one has to hit you. Exactly. Well, not yet. Well, at least. Yeah, not when I'm they just, find us. Right. We're going to come across someone who can be like, Are you on that podcast? No, his name is BJ. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, whatever. <laughs> on that note, we're, we're going to end it for tonight before we get BJ killed. <laughs> If you hit me, it's probably because I'm right. Well, here's the thing. If AJ gets hit, he probably deserved it. <laughs> yeah, but I deserved it for being right. So that's fine. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.